Hey guys, and welcome to another... Wait a minute, is this one the one before Christmas? Is this the Christmas episode? Yeah, dude! Hello! Ho ho ho! Welcome to a very Christmas episode of Congratulations! All good, dude. It is a Christmas freaking miracle that we are still absolutely firing in all syllables. And, but unless we are. Unless we are. It is December 22nd, and you have three days until Christmas, which means I have four days until I start my Christmas shopping because I do it afterwards. Because when I do it before, it's too hard. Things get lost in the mail. Uh, the malls are too crowded, and everyone's like, hey, Chris, you can have a picture. And I got to chill, baby. I got to chill. Um, but yeah, dude, it is almost Christmas. So if you need that last minute gift idea, go to crystalia.com, pick up some merch, and then you can just print out the picture and be like, I got you this. If it doesn't come in time and who knows it might, because I use ShipStation and that shit goes immediately. And then also, uh, you can do even a gift certificate there. And then also you can hit me up on cameo because your boys collecting racks. We love racks here at Congratulations, so ho, 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 or as my hun- my son would say, ho, ho, ho. It's very cute. Um, what is, I say, he just started saying Santa. He was saying Sasa, and now he's saying Santa. And then he said, what does Santa say? And he says, ho, 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 and it's very cute, and that's it. Um, but yeah, love makes the world go round. Um, and I love him. And, you know, it's been a pretty cool uh, week uh, at at. Uh, the Crystalia at the Delia household, uh, self-centered, calling it the Crystalia household, and um, but it's great. My my uh, my jaw hurts. Got I feel it all up in my fucking ear. So that's great, dude. That is so fucking great. I feel my jaw in my ear, and it hurts my ear. And me having TMJ disorder hurts my ear. That's so fucking great, dude. People say shit to me, and I don't hear them. Not even because I can't hear them, but because of the pain. Yes, dude. Love having pain on one side, and then it ekes out over on the other side because it's sympathetic. Hey, yes, man. I love that shit. Dude, I freaking love it, man. So that's cool, man. Pain, all good, right? Um, and then Kristen went to go get her ear wax removed, and um, and that's cool. Then we started talking about it, and and then uh, one fire is like, I want to get my ear ears cleaned, and then uh, he was like, I think I want to go to the ear doctor and get my ears cleaned. And then I just said, dearly beloved, like it was six months from now, and he died. And then we all laughed. We had a good time. But that's the kind of fucking humor we do here at Congratulations Studios, and uh, and it was great, dude. And you guys weren't here, and I retold it. And this is one of these stories where you're like, guess you had to be there, and it's true, and that's why I'm telling it. I don't like the guess you had to be there thing. You understand? Because of course you had to be there. That's why I'm telling you the goddamn story. Why would you, why would I tell you a story about something that happened that I don't think you should be there? That's a bad story. So saying, I guess you had to be there. It's moo. Oh, oh, you're a, you know what you are? You're a slow breeze. You don't matter. You don't push shit around. You're a slow breeze. And it's already 72 degrees. Be more memorable, baby. Right? That's why I say this shit. Don't be some guy that just comes out and says these terms that are around. Make up your own shit. Like YOLO. Right? I don't, you know, YOLO's old, but... And, you know, if you say YOLO now, honestly, it's probably cool. You're probably fucking cool if you say YOLO now. Because that was, what, 2014? 
I don't know what it was, but YOLO, dude. I say YOLO now, and that's fucking awesome. I got to wear sunglasses more, man. It's just fucking my shit is so bright. Um, but yeah, YOLO, dude. And and who knows even if YOLO. You, you might live more than once. You, you, you only live once, you know? M, maybe you live M-Y-L-M-T-O. L-I-M-T. I can't do it. I got to fucking type it out. God damn it. Maybe you live more than, maybe you live, maybe, maybe you live more than once. Milam toe, dude. That's my new shit, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Milam toe. Twice, because maybe you live more than once, dude. Milam toe. Anyway, um, that's not funny at all, but I did it. And uh, so, yeah, dude, yeah, dogs are barking, dude. There's too many dogs in my house, man. Not only do I have my dogs, but I got fucking friends over, and they got their dogs and shit. And uh, anyway, dude, uh, what was I saying? We got their ears done. Dude, have you ever gotten your ears unclogged? You go to the doctor, and they just put saline in your ears, and you keep your ear to the side for a little bit, and then you just dump it out. It seems pretty archaic, but when you dump it out, dude, it's like you blew your nose. It's gross, and it's terrible, but it feels so good. And I don't know if it actually feels good or if one of those things that feels good or if it's one of those things that you think feels good because you could just hear better. I don't know if it actually is a feeling. I suppose if you have a lot of real, real hardcore pressure on uh, your ear, maybe it does make it feel good But uh, when you get it out. But I don't know. I don't know. And it doesn't matter either way. But you should get your – but I, I did that and I could hear way better once. And uh, and so I got to do it again. And I think that uh, – and, and Kristen just did it. And then also One Fire is going to do it. So if you can't hear, go get your fucking ears unclogged. But uh, who cares anyway? I'm going to be at the fucking Oxnard, Oxnard Improv January 14th to 16th. I'm going to do Chris D'Elia and Friends. That's what I'm going to do. You know your boy's building his material. You know your boy's building his material, and he doesn't have an hour yet, so it's going to be Crystalia and friends. So come on down to Oxnard uh, and uh, California and come check your boy out uh, January 14th to 16th, and uh, that's it. I did Fight Companion the other day, and we watched Poirier, uh, uh, Dustin Poirier lose. I love that guy. That guy is a class act. That guy fucking wins, and he's nice unless you talk shit, and he loses, and he's nice, dude. If you talk shit, he's basically not nice. Don't talk too much shit. Don't cross the line, but also such a class act, dude. The guy lost and then fucking hugged the dude and told the dude that he's going to fucking donate to the dude's charity. A class fucking act, dude. I like that kind of guy. How crazy is it, dude? You see these fighters come and go. You see these flashes in the pan, and then you see the dudes that are just the Jeff Bridges of the UFC. You know what I mean? They start okay. Okay, good. Yeah, we respect them. Great. Cool, cool. And then all of a sudden, he's doing that fucking movie where you're like, whoa, okay. And he's fucking at the end of his career. Now, I'm not saying Justin Poirier is at the end of his career. He's a young dude. But, you know, the end of a UFC fighter's career is like 32 years old, and I think he's 32 years old. But the guy just stepped up into the hot sauce game, dude. And that is where, see, that's the thing, dude. You got to get that extra thing to make you outlive a young man's game. And Dustin Poirier took fucking hot sauce and elevated the shit. And he sent me some, and it's good as shit, dude. He sent me the hot, hot shit, which I use. It's very hot. And also the nice, mild shit. And I use the nice, mild shit when I kind of want to take it. My, when I want my taste buds to kind of take the day off. Because you know... You know, you know, your boy goes nuts with the hot sauce. I do. I just fucking throw Tabasco on it. People are like Cholula. And I'm like, no, I keep it old school with the Tabasco and I'll sprinkle it on. Right. 
Uh, but I'll sprinkle it, but it's not so much of a sprinkle as it's more, it's a bunch of sprinkles, right? Because I like when Tabasco come out, it looks like a penis jizzing. It does. Now, I didn't I didn't make that happen. I, You know what I mean? Like, I'm not Jesus Christ, so don't be all like, ew. You, you know what I mean when I say when Tabasco comes out, it looks like a penis jizzing. You know what I mean, right? Because <laughs> it does, okay? Because it like kind of squirts out a little bit and then fast and then a little a little less and then fast and then fast. And you're like, whoa. Is this, you know what I mean? Come on. You had never went there? Well, mine did, and now yours has to every single time you use goddamn Tabasco sauce. Um, so yeah, but Justin Poirier has got the, has got that fucking has got real good hot sauce. He really does. And um and I'm upset that he lost. Honestly, I'm a I'm a big fan of his. And uh but but it's okay, dude. You just keep moving, man. Right? Losing is only as bad as you as it is in your head. I get those competitive motherfuckers out there. Like some comics are competitive. They're like, I got to be the best guy on the show. If you just drop that, if you drop that competitive nature, like, dude, people act like they're fucking six. Oh, I got to win. What do you have to win? What? For what? For your ego? What are you fucking six? Dude, I'm 41. If I'm not a better comedian than another person I'm on the show with and the crowd is more vibing with that, dude, all good, man. All good. Some people need to put the fucking furniture together and that can be me. Maybe that's my hot sauce. Maybe that's my next career, right? Maybe I go out on the road now, I start doing dates, and, you know, I'm not feeling it. Maybe I become a carpenter. Maybe the crowd's not feeling it. Maybe I become a fucking, maybe I'm the best valet around. And that's okay, dude. Um, But Conor McGregor is fucking, hey, dude, this is the thing I love, man. This is the thing I love about, this is the thing I love about what, how do I even say this? Uh, getting yoked, okay? Hey, and I've said this before on this podcast, but hey, it, if you think a guy's on steroids, he's on steroids, okay? It's like when you think someone's gay and then you realize it and you're like, oh yeah. Just come on over to the side. Come on over to the side of belief. You look at Hugh Jackman and one of the fucking Wolverine movies, especially like the fourth one, the bad one, whatever the bad one was, dude, you're like, oh, is he on roids? No, you're like, oh, they, I love how they, they ask him, hey, what was your favorite fucking, what, what, was, what was your workout? How did you do it? How did you, what did you eat? Oh, what did I eat? I ate chicken, but the main thing was I injected steroids in my ass. You don't get that fucking popping out. Unless you do the juice. And Conor McGregor gained 36 pounds in six months. Partially, yeah, I get it. Okay, his ankle's bad, so he's not able to do cardio. Okay, but it's 36 pounds of muscle, not fat. The guy looks stacked. I mean, he looks so fucking... I mean, this dude looks so beefed up. He went from Irish to Russian. Look at his face. He just... You know who he looks like? The fucking... uh, the 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 you know who he he looks like the fucking uh a guy that would be like hey go fuck yourself boy he looks like a straight up yoked southern american hey boy you know where the fucking uh hey does that he looks like he'd pull up on you connor McGregor looks right now like he'd pull up on you in in a fucking ford truck an old ford truck and be like hey do you know if that gas station is letting you fucking shit in it if you don't have to buy if you don't buy something or do i have to fucking buy some shit that's what Conor McGregor looks like, that guy now. With a beard that's just fucking 
It's like a cartoon. The dude uses, hey, guys, guys who aren't sure, let me clear this up, dude. He's juicing. The guy's back looks like a goddamn pterodactyl. He's juicing. He could, he's got one of those fucking, uh, he look, those, the, his lats look like one of those fucking Red Bull outfits that guys do when they jump off the mountain and just glide through a fucking, like a, a, a hole in the mountain. Connor, he juicing. So good, but let's stop with the what's your workout plan. I do a few chin-ups, eat some chicken, and then I shoot up in my in my fucking ass. I inject I inject drugs in my ass and that's why I look like fucking uh what's that guy's goddamn name? God damn it. Fucking shit to get a pentance working overtime, dude. I took one last night. God damn it. Sucks, dude. No, not the rock on fire. Missed it, dude. Firing on one syllable. I'm pissed off, dude. This is unbelievable, dude. I miss one goddamn thing, and then Juan Fires all chiming in with the Rock. Not, and I'm not a fucking hack. I was trying to think of the guy. Rocksteady and B-Block from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Rocksteady. B-Block. Fuck yeah, dude. Finally. God, dude, the Gabapentins. Anyway. You didn't help. You helped with the whole fucking disaster, and then your boy cleaned it up. It's all good. But fucking Milemato. Maybe you live more than once. Wow. So petered out when I said maybe you live only more than once. Uh, maybe live more than once. I don't know, dude. Whatever. Anyway, Conor McGregor is now a Southern American guy that asks you if you can fucking, <laughs> if you can use the shitter in the gas station without buying something. So that's who my, Conor McGregor is, and it's all good, and you can't fucking, la, da, 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 can't tell me, what's that fucking? You can't tell me nothing, la, wait till I get my, am I mixing up two songs? Who knows? Gabapentin, I have received the trouble. Thank you. It's all good. Hey, Gabapentin. Thank you for delivering the trouble in my life. All good. I'm less good of a podcaster because of the gabapentin that subsides my anxiety. Gabapentin, I hear you loud and clear. Thank you for the trouble delivery. I've received it. I don't want it, but I'm using it. Um. So yeah, man, that's what's up. Oh, also there's new go medium. And so, speaking of fucking using the juice, dude, relax on the juice, man. It's not a good idea to use the juice. Especially if you're not, some guys use steroids just to use steroids. Like you're just guy hanging out. You're just some dude that sometimes goes to the park with your family and has like a steak night with fellas and you're just doing juice, dude. <laughs> you're cycling. You're in the cycle. Guy who went to a, a guy, guy who went to a fucking a PTA meeting once because his wife couldn't make it and you went instead. Oh, you're cycling? You're doing a cycle? Fuck that, man. I'm doing, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do TRT and I'm going to be so bulked up, I swear to God. And I'm not even lying. And I'm telling you that right now that I've not ever done steroids. You know me, I don't do any drugs. I take a small dose of Xanax sometimes when I want to go to Zanny Island because your anxiety is knocking on my chest, right? 
and the doctor prescribed it. But I've done none of that steroids, TRT shit. One day, I'm going to do that shit, and you're going to see your boy so bulked up in six months that I'm going to talk like this because my muscles are in the way of my neck. People are going to be like, why does Dalia keep passing out? Oh, dude, I honestly, he did, he did so much TRT that his fucking throat muscles are closing up. Does he work out his throat? No, he just eats a lot of chicken, and he works out, does a lot of chin-ups and push-ups. But dude, the boy does so much TRT that his throat closed up because of the muscles in his neck. Jesus Christ. That's how the conversation's going to go. Anyway, dude, Conor McGregor is on the juice. And I don't like the juice, but I fucked up and I said it. He's on juice. So yeah, we got the go new go medium and sometimes stay out colorways. And they're so fucking sick with it, dude. I'm sorry, man. Uh, it's like, what am I doing? Oh, they're so sick. I'm so dumb. They're so sick with it. They are so fucking sick with it. You might as well rub fucking Robitussin on them. For real. I hope they get better. I hope these fucking designs get better. And I don't mean that they're not visually and aesthetically pleasing. I mean, they're so sick with it. Oh, fuck, dude. I got to take my hoodies to the doctor. Oh, shit. This sucks. I hope I don't catch it. So go to crystalia.com and go medium and sometimes stay out. <sighs> don't even have to say the colors. You trust me. I saw the Drake and Kanye concert, and it was just like, okay, okay. And we're done. I'm done with concerts, for real. And I've been done with concerts. I've been done with concerts. I have friends with musicians. I'm friends with people who do concerts. I'm done. I Just give me your CD. I'm good. And I don't even, like, give me the iTunes link or whatever the fuck. Apple Music, whatever it is. Spotify, if you're a highfalutin. I fuck with Apple Music, you know? But, yeah, dude. I mean, like... The, the concerts just, these concerts, th these these musicians or whatever you want to call them, rappers or musicians or guitarists, or even if you're a guy with like a fucking, who is that Jack Johnson with his bare feet? That fucking, the guy cuck singing with no shoes on. Like, dude, wear, wear all the clothes, bro, when you got a guitar. So, um, anyway, guy's probably worth like $50 million, but... Um, Kanye and, um, Drake had the concert, the free Larry Hoover concert right now. One thing about me is I don't know who, and we'll never know who Larry Hoover is. Okay. I just can't be bothered to Google. Call me ignorant. Don't care. Do you know what I don't like though? Causes. All good. Now I'm growing and I'm fucking trying to be not so narrow-minded. I'm trying to open up my doors. But one thing at a time, dude, I started doing therapy about a year and a half ago and I've been doing so much therapy to choke a horse. Just let me have my shit fuck causes. Just let me fucking take slow steps, right? You got to walk before you can run. And I'm telling you right now, me getting behind the cause, it's running. There's too many causes out there, and I don't trust fucking nobody. Free Hilarion, who is he? Some fucking crime guy that ran drugs or some shit, I think, probably. I think that's who he is. And he fucking orchestrated some killings. Okay. Oh, why? He's in jail unjustly, is he? I don't know. I'll let everybody else figure out. Dude, the second somebody is fighting so hard on a cause, especially if they're famous, you got to watch out for that fucking person because you can't trust them. Because you don't know. Why are they so hard on the cause? They don't know much. 
They don't know the actual shit. And I get it. Do your own research. You think Kanye West and Drake are doing their own research? Those are for motherfuckers who have no lives. Doing your own research isn't for a guy on a jet that he owns. You think they're on the planes on fucking Reddit? Well, hold on. Let me check this subreddit. Dude, he's in his billion-dollar yacht getting sucked off. You think a guy who wears only Versace and uh, fucking, what do you call those goddamn slippers, the house slippers that he makes and sells worth a company with worth $6 billion. You think a guy like that is on his yacht fucking around with subreddits? Dude, these causes that these people get behind because all of a sudden they're the bass player of U2. These causes that people get behind because all of a sudden, dude, you're somebody in the limelight. You got to be wary of these motherfuckers. You got to be wary. Why? Because why? Yeah, you could be doing it for the fucking real reason. Look, I really want to be uh, 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 an outspoken person. But I'm going to trust a fucking mentally unwell dude that sings scoop diddy whoop doop doop because he wants to let somebody out of prison. I'm going to trust a guy I'm going to trust a guy who sells fucking slot, oh, bright orange slides and Crocs that are bright red with holes in them that make $6 billion a year off of the brand that sings, I'm such a fucking hoe, I love it, Sad Renner. Just because he says free guy, a guy out of prison, I don't know. So you know what? I stay out of it because I can't. I can't act like these guys are doing their own research and actually figuring it out when there are actually people who are doing their own research and actually figuring it out that are not on billion-dollar yachts getting sucked off. Eating those orange eggs that fucking every sushi place has while they're getting sucked off eating those fucking orange eggs at the sushi place. <laughs> <laughs> saying fucking scoop diddy whoop doop doop getting sucked off busting in the mouth while eating all those fucking hundreds of orange of eggs that the sushi place gives you for some reason that i've never eaten who orders that shit the fucking guy getting sucked off in the billion dollar yard dude if you had a fucking reality show on goddamn what's it what's the fucking home garden network or what the hell the learning channel and it was just called a billion dollar yachts and the guys who get sucked off on them the bill for that fucking for those orange eggs at the sushi places would have would be so astronomical dude i swear to god I mean, you know, yeah, I get it. I get why people don't listen to this podcast, but for those of you that do, oh, fuck, I can't wait to get that goddamn log cabin and sit in the tall grass and share ideas. Oh, man. Because your, your boy makes so much fucking sense, it's unbelievable. Yeah, sometimes Kristen doesn't think so, and yeah, sometimes she thinks I'm wrong when I say things, but come on, dude. It's like, I want to be like, you're not listening, though. Can't believe it's almost Christmas. Um, I don't know. No, you know what? I can. It always happens at the same amount of time. 
I don't want to be one of those guys that's like, I can't believe that this is happening already, even though it happens 365, every 365 days. Um, but yeah, are you ready? I'm never ready. I'm never ready for Christmas, man. I'm never ready with the gifts. I always have to fucking print one thing out on the, on the printer and be like, this is what you're getting in fucking on the 28th. You know what I'm saying? This is what you're getting. You, you know you're that asshole. You're listening right now. You know you're that asshole to somebody, right? This year. How much are you? And you're fucking smiling right now, right? Because I got your number. You're just, oh, fuck. I, the toaster didn't come in time. I got to fucking goddamn. I got to find a good picture of it on the internet and just print it out and give it to him in an envelope. It'll be nice. I'll put a bow on it. Like you're not an asshole because you put a bow on it. Or are you know what? Are you that asshole gift giver that does the fucking non-wrapping thing where you just put it in a bag and some cellophane over it like a piece of shit? Dude, just hand it to me. As a matter of fact, throw it at me. Don't give me a bag with some fucking, with some uh, tissue paper just popping out of it like you did something. These motherfuckers, here you go. And then you got some Beats by Dre in a fucking bag and some glossy bag with Santa on a sleigh and like some fucking green cell, uh, tissue paper coming out of it. Like you're not a piece of shit. Like you saved some day. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, dude. Don't ever fucking hand me a present like this. You hand me a present like this, I don't receive it, dude. With your fucking pinching ass shit, I don't receive it, dude. Hand it to me like this, like it's a goddamn cake. You wrapped. Or I'm not involved, dude. I don't receive it. Or just, I'd ra- I'm telling you, don't even wrap it. Just give it to me. I'm I'm 41. I don't want to unwrap shit. I get my knees all close together so it doesn't fall off, I, fall through my legs. I don't want to do that shit. I ain't no bitch. Hand me the gift. What'd you get me? An iron? Hand it to me. And matter of fact, take it out of the box. Just I, maybe I want I want to think you maybe got it on Craigslist. The less shit I got to do, the better. Take the earphones out. I want to wake up. If you got me some Beats by Dre, I want to wake up with them on my head and have you looming over me and being like, Merry Christmas. The less I got to do, the better, my baby. God, the less I, right? It's like these people like uh, Kevin Hart and The Rock. And dude, I met Rob Deirdrick the other day. I did him. I did uh, the, the, dude, this motherfucker. I love this. Dude, this guy is, you know what he is? He's a motherfucking mint. He is golden. Dude, Rob Deirdrick is the shit. The guy's so nice, so good. And you know what this guy has that a lot of people don't have? Something about him. You can't put your finger on. He's like this mysterious kind of guy that looks like he chills on the beach a lot. Skin is nice, laughs, makes you feel like you're the only guy in the room when he talks to you. He's engaged, right? The guy's super nice. Makes a boatload of money. I don't know what from, you know, I know ridiculousness he does. It's like on season fucking 500, but he he creates five, four or five companies a year and sells them. That's what he, that's what he told to me. Now, a guy like me doesn't know what that means. What do you mean? Is there a product involved? Or do you just, what's going on? Is this a crypto thing? Hi, dude. Is this NFT based? What do you mean you start a company five times a year and then sell it? I don't know what that means. I will never know what that means. But that's what he said to me. And he looked like a million dollars when he said it. All right. 
So guys like that, I mean, after the fucking fighter podcast, fighter and the companion podcast, dude, we did that shit after we watched fucking two guys duke it out for way too long, right? And we talked about everything but fighting because I was on and I commandeer because your boy provides a bomb, right? I had to commandeer the conversation and it's okay when I do that because your boy provides a bomb and views, all right? So I did that and we were talking about it and I was like, God, you do so much shit. And he's like, I don't really eat pizza that much. I got what I eat. I start every day. I write something lovely to my wife and I'm just like, whoa, this guy's got it all figured out. He really does. Rob Deerdick has it all figured out in the best possible way. And when I meet a guy that's got it all figured out, like him, Kevin Hart, The Rock, I go like this. Wow. I give up. I didn't realize. No, I don't give up. I'm realizing I gave up. Because the second, you know, whenever you meet a guy like that, that's so good at talking and being engaging and fucking has hundreds of million dollars or whatever the fuck it is. And they're always working. What do you think? You always think immediately. The first is like, huh, wonder what my version of that is. I bet I could do that somehow. And then if, this is the thing. The the amount of time that you sit with that feeling is how big of a fucking bullshitter you are. You know what I'm talking about? Like I meet Rob Deerdick and that guy has it all figured out. And I sit there and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And I th- I actually think, huh, I you know, I pride myself on not being a big bullshitter. I like to shoot you straight, right? I like to shoot people straight. So sue me, I like to shoot people straight. That's what I that's what like my my one of my things is, right? If somebody says, look at these shoes and I don't like them, I'm going to say they're all right. Unless, you know, even if I don't, you know, I tried to cultivate this whole personality where it's like, I'm this no bullshitter guy. So if you meet me on the street and the guy and and, and you're a fan of mine and you're like, Hey dude, what's up? I'm going to be like, yo bro, you're making this mad awkward. Let's just chill. And you can just laugh at it. Cause you know, that's what you're going to get, right? I'm raw. What you see is what you get. So I like to think I'm a straight shooter, but not everybody's a straight shooter 100% of the time. You're bullshitting if that's what you think. So you try to shoot as straight as you can. And you try to shoot as straight. And here's why you can't shoot as straight as you possibly can 100% of the time. Because you can't even shoot straight with yourself. It's too hard to shoot straight with yourself. Because not lying is easy to do on the whole. But you lie to yourself. Right? You do. You get, oh, this is not going to be that bad. You know, right? You know you're stepping into an awful party. And you're just like, oh, this will be all right. I'll mean, you're tricking yourself. Yeah, you know what? Maybe it won't be that. Oh, you know, dude, right? So when Rob Deerdick is like, I do this, that, this, I write it all down, and I check my calories, and I do this, and I got this many hours of sleep last night, and I'm going to get this much tonight. For a second, I think, wow, I got to do that kind of shit. And then 25 seconds later, I think, I'll never do that, actually. That's the amount of time I'm bullshitting. 25 seconds in that kind of a situation. But some people sit in that shit. Oh, Rod Deirdrick said this. I got to go get that app that he used to track his shit. I got to make sure my sleep is this. Bro, if you meet somebody and they convince you to download an app... You're bullshitting. 
Use only the apps you need. Minimalize that shit. Now you're talking to a guy who has 150 pairs of shoes. You got to treat yourself a little bit. But don't bullshit, man. I'm not going to bullshit and be like, oh, yeah, I wear all these shoes all the time. Nah, some of them fucking suck shit, you know. But don't listen to me, dude. Don't freaking listen to me. I say freaking because I'm trying to not say fucking around Calvin. <clears throat> but Rob Deirdrick, man, that guy, he was really an amazing guy to meet. It's so crazy, man. When I was a little, when I was a kid, I would watch like, um, I read this book. Uh, I'm saying it like this, like people don't know. One time, one time somebody said to me, it was like, I was in this film called Child's Play and I was like, Man, I know, I'm like, I know about Chucky. You don't have to, what, what do you, what kind of person do you think I am that I don't know what fucking Chucky is? I was in a little film called Saving Private Ryan. I'm not sure if you've heard it. It was up for some Academy Awards, believe it or not. But, and I'm like, Tom Hanks, I know who you are, you know? Oh, Mr. Spielberg, thank you for keeping me cool with the culture. But, uh, what was I saying for fuck's sake about the God damn it, Gabapentin in effect? I was talking about uh Rob Deerdick and then I was talking about and he lost it. And he lost it. Oh, when I was a kid, I read a book. We're back on track. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh I read uh Catcher in the Rye. Obviously, it's one of the most famous books of all time. I shouldn't have to say I read this book, Catcher in the Rye, but everybody's on TikTok now not reading. So maybe you don't know what Catcher in the Rye is anymore. But I read Catcher in the Rye, it had a profound effect on my life. I loved it. I adopted my own personality. I tried to figure out who I could be, right? That book was a coming of age. I was like, who am I coming of age? And I adopted this personality of, you know, who I thought was me, but I was probably just 16. And I was like, um, I know. I, I had this mentality, like, everybody's the same. They're either going to let you down or, like, fuck with you. And this is coming from a guy who, like, had a great fucking upbringing. I don't even know why I adopted this shit. I'm a bit embarrassed by it. But my dad told me, you know, you you say people are all the same, but you're you're going to be so shocked when you get older how different people are. And I thought, yeah, you just don't get it. You just don't get it. When I was 16, I thought, Dad, you just don't get it. And it's so sad you lost your way. And uh, I am 41 now. And I'm here to tell you I was right. No, I was not right. Uh, people are different and it's fucking crazy. Now, they all will do the same shit as people. I think what I was trying to say is like people are the same when they're all together. They're pieces of shit. But like an individual, a person is completely different than another person. I'm so different from Rod Deirdrick. And frankly, he's better. He's better. Mm. Oh, dude. One time I was fucking, when I was, I was, I think I was 21 and I went to a Christmas concert, hate concerts, but I went to a Christmas concert. You can go to a Christmas concert and that's okay. You know, cause you're like, you're doing something different because it's Christmas time. And I was watching the Christmas concert and I was with my girlfriend at the time and dude, they were going, I will never forget this. They were going, Merry Christmas to you all. This was the end of the concert. And they were going, Merry Christmas to you all. Merry Christmas to you all. Merry Christmas to you all. And they were saying that way too fucking much, like so much, just Merry Christmas to you all. 
cool. And this girl with really frizzy hair that was in it. And my eyes were just locked on her for some reason because she had the frizziest hair. Merry Christmas to you all. And they started walking down the sides of the auditorium on the on the fucking on the uh, on the stairs. Merry Christmas to you all. And they were just, and this woman was, Merry Christmas to you all. Merry Christmas to you all. Going down the stairs, just Merry Christmas to you all. Everyone's so jolly and not me, dude. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Why is this woman's hair so frizzy? Merry Christmas to you all. Merry Down the stairs and she's going down the stairs. Merry Christmas to you all. Dude, she fucking stumbled, dude. She fell so fucking hard in her red sweater. Merry Christmas to you all. And dude, her frizzy hair just went up in a puff and she goes, Christmas to you all. And she tried to grab someone else, dude. <laughs> they went down with her. And boy, for me, then did it become a merry fucking Christmas, dude. And that's my motherfucking Christmas story to you. And I tell that to Calvin every Christmas Eve when he goes to bed. And I scream it like I'm screaming now. He didn't really pay attention last year because he was fucking eight months old. But this year, this motherfucker's going to understand me, boy. Christmas to you all. Dude, I'll never forget that, dude. I will never forget that. It was so funny. I wonder who that woman is. She was probably 50 then. Nah, she was probably like late 40s. That's the greatest age to fall down the stairs, you know? That's like the perfect age of falling down the stairs is late 40s. Because anytime before that, you're like, ah, they're all right. And anytime after that, like 55, you're like, holy shit, this could be the this could be the end of that person. But fuck that sweet spot of late 40s falling down is perfect, dude. You'll watch somebody fall down the stairs all day when they're 48. You'll be laughing the whole you won't even help them. You're just like, holy shit, there goes Frank. Just stumbling, stumbling, stumbling like a goddamn cartoon. Just stumbling, falling. Oh, it's fucking hysterical. But when they're fucking 19 or like 30, you're like, ah, they're going to be okay. It's still funny, but fucking shit, man. 49 is when they do that. Oh, shit. And you're just dying. The right amount of pain for that motherfucker. So she went, so when she, Merry Christmas to you all, she was at that sweet spot where I just fell the fuck off my chair, dude. Forget it. Everyone, um, 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 um. I'm like, you don't get it, dude. She's at that sweet spot falling down the stairs, late 40s. Right? Like if my dad fell down the stairs right now, I'd be like, this is the end. That's it. There you go. He's 73. Yeah, he's agile, but dude, he's 73. If he bonks his head in the wrong way, he's gone. Um. Yeah, man. I was sitting on the couch with my dad and Calvin the other day. Uh, they were over for family dinner and I was... I was talking to my dad and my dad was like, um, had Calvin in his arm and I was next to Calvin. So it was like the three of us. And, uh, my dad was like, Hey, Calvin, me and you, he goes like this. Hey, Calvin, me and you, we're both in the same boat. And, uh, I thought about what that might mean. You know, at first I was like, Oh, they're Dalias. We're all in the same boat. But then I was like, Shit, man, he's 73, and my son is a year and a half, you know? It's that thing, like, my son is becoming this fucking person. Like, every day it's a new thing. I think tomorrow he's going to wake up with stubble. Like, it's so new. 
Everything is new and he's learning to do shit. Like I said the other day, he said Sessa and now he says Santa. He's learning shit. He's got a T. And not only can he do it, he can do it in the middle of a fucking word. That's something new. He didn't used to do that shit. He used to just say mama when mama was downstairs. And now he says mama downstairs. One day he's going to wake up with some goddamn stubble, right? He crawled out of bed the other day. It was hilarious. We have friends staying with us, so we put fucking Calvin in in his bed in our room. Bro, it was fucking hilarious. I got to get back to my dad, talk about my dad's story about my dad. But dude, he he was in his crib chilling, and um, Kristen went in to go to bed, and uh, he woke up because she was tiptoeing in, and I was still fucking busy, you know, keeping it real Italian, watching Gamora till 3 a.m., because that's how I fucking do it, and I was was just knee-deep in fucking mafia killings and drug, drug runnings. And, uh, and then I came in and when I came in, he was still awake. It was fucking four, three o'clock in the morning and he stayed up till four 30, dude. And I kept trying to bring him back and put him in the crib. Cause now he doesn't have the walls up. Cause he's got the bed. The wall came out, right? We took the wall, the crib wall down. And now I'm like, he can crawl out of the bed. So I'm like, I'm in my bed in the same room as him. And I'm looking at the fucking Nanit trying to fall asleep, but looking at the Nanit because the room's so dark and I see him with his fucking you know what I mean? Like with his fucking night vision eyes, just staring, sucking his thumb, moving his feet around. I'm like, this motherfucker's not falling asleep, but I'm watching the Nanit and, um, and I fucking, and I, and I, I decide, okay, you know what? I'm putting the Nanit away. I'm just going to sleep. And so I put the phone down and it, cause that's keeping me up too. So I'm going to sleep and I'm like, I don't even know if Calvin's sleeping or not. And he is uh, not, not making a noise because he was going like this for like an hour. Like for an hour, just whoa, whoa. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this motherfucker better be on a goddamn seesaw when I turn the lights up. And, uh, and I look, and and so I'm like, oh, he's quiet, but now he's quiet. So it's like a little bit like, in the in the front part of my brain, I'm like, oh, he fell asleep. But in the back part of my brain, I'm like, but did he? He could be fucking quietly making an omelet or some shit for all I know, right? You got to watch out for these babies. They just fucking they be doing shit, right? They could be falling down, hitting their head, and that's why they're quiet. They could be quietly fucking, the other day, he was eating a candle, just straight up eating a candle like it was a fucking Snickers. And I go, Kevin, what are you doing? And he, he walks over to me like this. He goes, I'm <laughs> and I say, open your mouth. And he opens his mouth and I'm like trying to scrape the fucking wax off of his tongue. And he's like, eh. and I'm like, well, what the fuck? You did it, bro. Don't be eating candles. So I left the room, took the candle, came back. Guess what? He's eating another fucking candle. So my point is these babies be doing shit. With or without you. So I'm like, maybe I got to check on him. I should check if he's sleeping or not. And I got the phone down already. I didn't want to wake up. So I skipped the Nana part and I just sprung up and I couldn't see. It was really dark. And I crawl over to the foot of the bed to try and go look at Calvin in the bed crib. I say bed crib again, because there's not a wall on it. It's just fucking three sides. And he is not only... I'm focusing on where the crib is. And then my eyes focus in, I'm like at the foot of the bed. My eyes focus in, 
in front of me about eight inches and in focus my son's face all of a sudden. And he quietly says, ha da da. If you think it didn't scare the shit out of me, you're out of your mind. He goes, ha da da. Don't be so creepy, Calvin. Not at fucking 3 a.m. when I'm, I mean, dude, it scared the shit. He goes, hi, da, da. I'm like, oh my, I got so scared. I didn't, you know what I mean? When you get so scared, there's a levels of scare. The scare, you're like, oh, that's kind of scary. Yeah, wow. And then there's, oh shit. You're like, oh, you jumped. That's the scariest. Dude, there's a level past that where you don't even move and you just are like, okay, okay, cool. I got to go check if I, if I shit myself. Um, anyway, babies be doing shit is what I'm saying. So, so, uh. So now I got to go back to the story where my dad was, he said, we're in the same boat. And I'm like, I let my mind kind of wonder what that means. The, you know, babies grow up and they become people and moms and dads and grandma, grandmas and grandpas, I should say. It's like that Benjamin Button thing, you know? It's like grandmas and grandpas get to that age where they're like fucking the... the uh, a th- they look like they're a third of the way into the movie. Benjamin Button's into the movie. You know what I mean? It's like a third of the way where you're like the old guy, but you're becoming young and you're like, oh, it still looks kind of weird because you're short and old and shit. You know? It's like a third of the way into the Benjamin Button's movie. That's what fucking grandmas and grandpas start to look like when they're on their way out. And so I'm like, fuck, dude. That's a boat too. You know? At some point, you just pass each other. The grandmas and the grandsons, the grandpas and the granddaughters, you just pass each other on that way, on the way out and on the way up. And you're just like, we're basically the same at this point, right? I mean, I saw when my, when my grandma died, it was like, she didn't know who anybody was. My grandma died and she, uh, was so messed up in the head. She had cancer and she didn't recognize anybody. She was in the hospital and, uh, and she was, uh, she didn't know who like her grandson was. And th- that was, uh, that was a tough thing to fucking see, but also like, I mean, my aunt brought a card from Jordan uh, and Jordan was, how old must have Jordan been when he was, when my grandma died? Must have been the age to where it was hard for him to write his name, but he could do it, you know? He did it with a crayon. He wrote a note for her, and my aunt, his mom, put it in an envelope and uh, gave it to her, gave it to his mom to give it to grandma because he wasn't going to go to the hospital because also it was very weird. Like, she couldn't really recognize people, and she was you know, on her way out. And, um, and he, uh, and it said, and he wrote his name on the thing. And my uncle, his dad gave the, um, the note to my grandma, Carmela, it's Italian, but that's her name. And we called her Carmzy, it's Italian. And, um, when she gave it to him, he said, she opened it up and she read it and she said, oh, that's, uh, so sweet 
it's fr-, she looked at the name and she said it's from Sh- it's from Sherrod. And my uncle Mike said, "What? No. It's from your grandson." And she said, "Sherrod?" And he said, "No, your grandson Jordan. It says Jordan." And then my grandma said, "Well, then who's Sherrod?" And that's hysterical, but it's also sad. Um, because fucking Sherrod is goddamn no one. You made it up. Now we got to act like Sherrod's a person. Now every, now we always fucking say in our family, who's Sherrod? And we have a laugh, man. <laughs> um, so yeah, man. My dad's doing well. I'm not trying to say he's on his way out. He's not. But like, uh, it just got me thinking, you know, there is that moment where the fucking grandson and the grandfather have to look at each other and they're like, there's that, there's that moment where you're, where they look at each other and you're like, oh fuck, we're the same at this point. But I got to leave and you got to fucking become. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Um, I would still honestly trust my dad driving more than Calvin driving though. So we're good. We got some years left. We got, maybe we got, we got at least a decade left maybe. Um, I just wonder if secretly that was the boat he was talking about. Let's do some misconnections and then let's wrap this up, huh? I should say, go to crystalia.com, finish your Christmas shopping, go to uh, cameo, get your Christmas, uh, fucking things last. You know what I'm trying to say. I don't didn't do the sentence right. But um, here we go. Let's do some of these here. Uh, you were in your 40s. Why is there a dash there? It makes no sense. Here, it says, back then you were, in, you were in the SFV, San Fernando Valley, I assume. You had longish hair and liked that I could relate to much of what you were about and dealing with. Wow. Sad? Um, here's another one. Looking for my good amigo. Like how we switched it to uh, Spanish right there. Uh, looking for a good friend to play with, comma, 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 comma. Dude, it's dot. Like these guys who, like, do you not seriously know it's dot, dot, dot? And then married guy here. So sneaky. Do not contact him with solicited services, uh, unsolicited services or offers. Here we go. Guy I used to know. That's the gay usher writing this one. Looking for a guy. Wasn't, wasn't that him? Used to know guy or or no? What's who's that? Somebody that I used to know was that fucking guy. Gautier, change it. Um, Gautier, change it. Guy I used to know, uh, but also Usher did have a song like that. Uh, looking for a guy who would like to have his feet worshipped. Uh, cut to the chase, dude. What's with the guy he used to know? Looking for a guy I hey guy I used to know. Anyway, looking for a guy who would like to have his feet worshipped. So two, two fucking different things. That would be like if you fucking had a book and it said the client on it and you opened it up and it was Andromeda strain. Different. Well, those are deep pulls. Um, dude, oh, here we go. Dude for dude. Oh, the body of this one. Unreal. Chill sit back in Hollywood now. Hey, guy, if you've got enough time to write a post, add more words than that. 
chill, chill sit back in Hollywood now. Is a sit back a gay term I don't know about? Um, here's another one. Handyman for service, Granada Hills. Dude, some crazy shit goes down in Granada Hills. Uh, hi there. Oh, this is a haiku practically. We m- just met at Home Depot. You need a handyman service. Wow, so fucking giving him the, telling him business right now. You, oh, oh, this actually happened. Never mind. Hi there. We just met at Home Depot. You needed a handyman service. Invited me over. I cleaned your pipe and took care of the nuts and bolts you had laying around. Let me know if you need more service. Just say it. Don't add N bolts. You know, we get it. Just say, I serviced your cock and nuts. I cleaned your pipe and took care of the nuts. I like how he adds N bolts in case, in case, in case the feds is watching. Here's another one. Wow. The title on this one. (laughs) What about my umbrella? With a question mark. Fernando Valley. Did did this one start in the middle of a conversation? Here's the body. You have my umbrella from last year and I need it. I mean, dude, if you needed it that bad a year ago, if you needed that bad, should have had it already. Um, you have my umbrella for a, from last year and now I need it. I lost your number. You send me a picture of it and I'll come over and get it ASAP. Means cock. I honestly, at this one, hope it means cock. Because if, if he just means umbrella, hey, guy, go out and get a new nine-cent umbrella. Umbrellas. You can get an umbrella in one of those fucking things you put a coin in and twist the turnstile thing. Umbrellas are cheap, dude. Hey, guy, hold up a magazine above your head. Hey, man, really need that umbrella I, I gave you a year ago. I'm not fucking around. It is going to be wet outside. Here's an issue of Shape Magazine. Hold it above your head. Um, the older we, here's another one. The older we get, the colder it feels. Ah, fucking Robert Frost here, huh? Robert Frost here. The older we get, the colder it feels. The older we get, the colder it feels by Robert Frost. Here's the body. How to stay warm. Any thoughts? I'm from 50 light years away. Oh, 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 the next word stopped too soon. How to stay warm. Any thoughts? I'm from 50 light years away. Mars. Is Venus close to the same distance? Hey, guys. Go to the doctor. Hey, guy. Write the guy. This guy should write the guy with the umbrella post. Got your umbrella. It's on Mars. Hey, guys, that's the episode for today on YouTube. If you want to catch the extended uncut version, uh, go over on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Crystalia, and you get all of the Patreon-only episodes, I think there's about 10 or 11 now, uh, backlogged. You get access to those immediately now for six bucks. And there's also different segments that we do, like review mode. We've got extra Patreon footage, like the stuff that I did with Brian Callen at the gun range. Just shit like that. So go on over to patreon.com slash and check it out. Thanks. <laughs>
Ho, 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 or as my, hun- my son would say, ho, ho, ho. It's very cute. 